Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Here on Rutherford Issues today, we're going to catch up with some friends from Charity Circle. We've got Patty Hutchison, also uh, Kathy Huddleston, and Amy Ferrer in the uh, studio with us today. And this is going to be interesting. Find out about Charity Circle. Ladies, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. morning. Glad to have you all here with us. Um, Who wants to talk about Charity Circle and what that is and what it's all about? Well... Uh, Charity Circle is an organization. Uh, it was formed in 1910 by 27 uh, unmarried ladies who just wanted to uh, do something for their community to serve the poor. And uh, so we are right over 110 years old. Uh, our membership has grown over the years, but our focus has never changed. Uh, we uh, fundraise all year long to be able to give funds to several different 501c3 agencies in Murfreesboro. Our funds are always kept local within Rutherford County and um, our agencies uh, benefit greatly from the work that the community does to help us and the work that our members do. Uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, Kathy, the uh, um, work that you do with Charity Circle has to be pretty rewarding. It is. It's very rewarding. And one of my favorite aspects is that it's all volunteer, so there are no taxes, no payroll taxes, no payroll expenses. Everything goes back to Rutherford County. 100%. 100%. Except and for maybe storage rent or well, yeah. just you know a few little small. Our administrative costs yeah. are covered by the membership dues. So anything that a, a person gives to Charity Circle, that money is given straight 100% to the agencies. Now, uh, both Kathy and Patty are, are lifelong Rutherford Countyans, but Amy, you said that you're kind of a transplant, right? I am. So tell me a little bit about that. Sure. My husband and I moved to Murfreesboro in 2011. Um, so I have been here a little over 10 years and got involved in Charity Circle about three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had watched what they had done from afar um, and been a part of their um fundraising activities as a non-member and really wanted to get involved because I saw how much they were affecting the community. And I really love that the focus of of Charity Circle is not only in Rutherford County, but also um, the agencies that they they support in Rutherford County are some of the ones that um, really make the biggest difference. We try to focus on basic needs like food, clothing, shelter, and medical necessities. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Patty, who can participate who can be a part of charity circle that's a good question brian um we love that we consider the community a part of charity circle because we couldn't do what we do without them um in regard to our members uh it started as a very small organization and over the years it has grown uh strangely enough uh kathy and i both remember when murfreesboro was so small that meeting places were uh not everywhere that they were they were limited and so the uh the limit on membership became about how many the room could hold. Mm. And so that's that's how that started. And although our membership has grown over the years, we still, uh, though we never want to be considered uh, exclusive, that is not part of Charity Circle at all. 
uh, it still is something that we do invite people to join because we mean for every member to be accountable uh, in their volunteer efforts, in their fundraising efforts. And um, as anyone who's worked with large groups of people will know, uh, that, that accountability is a little bit easier when it's a, 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 a precise number of people that you know exactly what's going on. And um, so, yes, we cherish any person who uh, is a member and we uh, love the community and the support that they give us. Um, but, yes. I, I have a, I know that Amy shared that she is, is a fairly new member here to Charity Circle, but I get the feeling that maybe you and Kathy have done this for a while. Uh, Brian, I can remember as a young girl, about third, fourth grade, getting neighborhood kids to go with me Christmas caroling door to door to raise money for Charity Circle. They threw out candles wrapped with a phone number at the Christmas parade if you want to go caroling. And I got a group of our neighbors together and then that night took my money and turned it in at what used to be the old first tennessee bank yeah. across from the baptist church mm-hmm. and they gave us hot chocolate and turned our <laughs> money in never dreaming that what they were doing with the money and that one day i would be involved in this aspect of it so yeah i feel like i've been involved for a long time <laughs> kind of full circle there mm-hmm. so when when did you realize i mean i i know that as as a kid you were doing that uh, Mm-hmm. just to to be involved in community things and, and and whatnot and have some fun caroling but when did you realize hey the work that charity circle is doing is something that i want to be involved in right probably about the time i got out of college i realized what they were doing and i started participating in their fundraisers much like amy going to the um ugly duckling ball and um the caroling parties we were still caroling door to door at that at that time but um, I started going to the fundraisers, the duck ball, mm-hmm. and participating and realizing what what great things they did with their money. Now, Patty, when did you say this this all started? Nineteen ten. Nineteen ten. Yes. That that that's amazing, and it's it's it continued is. for many generations. And mm-hmm. um, Amy, that has to be exciting to be a part of an organization that has such deep roots. And I mean, it takes a lot of commitment to your mission to be able to stay around that long. Absolutely, Brian. It's it's remarkable. You know, I don't know of many organizations um, that have been around this long doing what they do. And not only that, I think it's remarkable that women put this organization together back in 1910 at a time when women, you know, didn't have as much control over finances and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, it, you know, the group has a really remarkable past. Um, and I think the current members are really trying to, to pay it forward and make sure we maintain a strong presence in Rutherford County going forward. You bring up a, a great point. It, it was certainly a different time in 1910 for women than it is today and yes. made great strides. But um, to what, what does that mean to you to, to see an organization that, that did go out and do that, even in a time when, uh, unfortunately, women didn't have as many opportunities? Well, you know, I think it holds us accountable as members today. Mm -hmm. You know, we have so many um, luxuries and rights and and things today that the women back in 1910 didn't. And if they were able to create this organization and sustain it for this many years, you know, I think it's really important for us today to use our um, positions to, to do even more. And I hope we're doing that well. 
We have uh, Amy Farrer, also uh, Patty Hutchison, and Kathy Huddleston joining us today talking about Charity Circle, and we've got an event we're going to talk about here coming up uh, in just a second. But, um, Patty, share with me, I mean, you, you, remember, you, you mentioned membership dues, but there are ways that Charity Circle raises funds then to give back in the community so i'm sure the duck ball is one of those the duck ball and the patrons party that that uh usually goes along with that that is two of our events and then we have six caroling parties throughout the year and uh that's where we invite our friends and neighbors and uh again the community just we are always amazed at how they pour out in in attendance and and the generosity uh that they contribute to the parties and uh, that's how we get our funds that we are able to distribute to so these still, agencies. So still doing caroling parties, Kathy, huh? Oh, yes. Well, I was just sitting here thinking, as Murfreesboro has grown, a lot of people didn't really know who these people were ringing their doorbell, singing carols. And so we started doing community neighborhood parties. Mm-hmm. And then as the town continued to grow and neighborhoods expanded and more and more neighborhoods, we just space the parties out throughout the year we still call them all caroling parties but they all have different themes i think there's a summer supper tailgate. a tailgate party mm-hmm. and um and, and it, they're Valentine's. open to the community anybody is welcome to come usually there will be phone numbers and email addresses in the various media Mm-hmm. where you can just call in and say, I want to come. Oh, cool. And it's just Absolutely. open to anybody. Everyone is welcome mm-hmm. to come to any of the caroling parties. So, At, so yeah. do you have to be able to sing well? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, there's really not any singing done no. anymore at them. I think oh, that okay. would be fun. Yeah. Can we name all the caroling parties? Well, let's see. There's the Valentine's party, usually right around uh, February 14th. And then the next party is usually the summer supper party, which is usually July or August. And that's an outdoor uh, summer supper. Um, and then uh, after that is usually the cocktails at Copper Ridge. That's a girl party, or it used to be. Now I think the guys are coming. I think they realized that they were missing out on some of the fun. Uh, and then the next one would be the tailgate party, and that's where our sports fans uh, come out and support their favorite teams and, and have dinner. And then the next one is the ladies' Christmas luncheon, which is usually the first Friday in December. That's a ladies' party that uh, is, is uh, my dad would call it a hen party, and we get together and have a, a big time. And then the last one is uh, cocktails and cheer, which is usually much closer to Christmas, and uh, that's a, a husband and a husband and wife event, and uh, they meet for supper, and it's a, a, a dress more dressy affair. Oh, okay. So. Well, very good. Um, so let's talk about the uh, duck ball, which you called the. Is this what was the ugly duckling ball mm-hmm. back in the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we just kind of changed the name a little bit huh the name came from the uh, swan ball in nashville oh, okay it was a, a little bit of a knockoff of that and so they called it the ugly duckling ball and over the years we've just started calling it duck ball probably just to save time on, <laughs> on talking is all it is because it really is still the ugly duckling ball okay well very good so who wants to give me the uh, details about that event coming up well, this year we're going to do things a little bit differently. We typically have the Ugly Ducking, Duckling Ball annually in April. Um, due to the pandemic, we have unfortunately missed the past two years. Um, as a part of the Ugly Duckling Ball season, we typically also have a patron's party just before the ball. Um, that event is for the sponsors of the Duck Ball. Um, over a certain level and so it's a smaller event um, usually a week or two prior to the duck ball and it is um, not as formal as the duck ball 
typically held at at someone's home. And so this year, because we're still suffering like everyone else from a few pandemic issues um, related mostly to staffing at places where we would typically hold the event, um, we have decided to sort of combine the two. Um, so we are doing what we call an elevated patrons party or a mashup of the duck ball and the patrons party this year. Um, it will be held on April the 30th uh, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the home of, of Dr. John and Julie Zubkiss. Um, they have been so gracious to allow us to use their beautiful home and it will be held out of doors, under tent, under the stars, um, catered by Five Senses. Um, and we hope it'll be a, a beautiful evening to spend time together and to raise money for our agencies here in Rutherford County. Awesome. So uh, what is the time again on April 30th? April 30th from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. 6 to 10 p.m. Um, where can, I know we're throwing out a lot of information here. Uh, do you have a website where people can go to? We sure do. Um, they can just Google Charity Circle of Murfreesboro and that'll lead you right to our website where the top result. Um, and you can sponsor under... Um, the I which think, tab is it under uh, I think you just follow the donate uh, tab donate tab mm -hmm. yes uh -huh. okay. and you can do a sponsorship that way mm -hmm. and there are varying levels the tickets this year are $250 per person um, and so we'd love for people to come out it is first come first serve there is um, a, a limit on how many we can have attend but um, as long as there are tickets available, we would certainly love for people to get on our website and buy one. Okay, and uh, it's charitycirclemborough.org, by the way, That's where you can get to it or just mm -hmm. search it. And it is the first thing that pops up, like Amy said there. So that that is good. Are there other charity circle organizations around? Is this part of a nationwide thing or is this truly a Rutherford County local is, homegrown tradition? It is just a local animal. That's I have never come across one in, in anywhere that, that does what we do. Um, I want to say one more thing about the sponsorships, and that is that uh, we started these uh, patronage uh, uh, levels about 10 years ago, and they have just grown like wildfire, and they have helped uh, enhance our um, duck ball fundraiser where we have raised, I think probably if everyone was honest, far more money than we ever dreamed that, that we would make and uh that just means there's more money to give to those agencies it, it just that's it's still used for the same purposes mm -hmm. but uh we would love to see uh these sponsorships go into maybe some of the local businesses because it's a great way for those uh local businesses to support uh these local causes and we do have a lot of um attention and uh, publicity and things that are done regarding these sponsorships so um, to be a sponsor would have some advantages and um, it would just be a really great thing for some of these local businesses to jump upon yeah and, and a, uh, an easy place for you to go and, and find out more I mean I'm, I'm learning a lot of uh, many of the organizations that uh, are ongoing agencies that you help and, and those who are kind of on a, a, a grant cycle. And uh, th there's a lot of work that goes into this uh, and, and vetting of, of the work that's done by these organizations. Yes, very much so. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that, uh, a few of the things that are kind of interesting about Charity Circle, besides it being over 110 years old, um, we just recently found out that the only time during that 110 years old that it it rather closed down for just a, a little while was during World War II. And that came up because uh, through this pandemic, mm. uh, we were not daunted by that at all. We just kept right on going, uh, partly because our last president, uh, Ann Davis, nothing scares her, and she just 
she just figured out all kinds of ways for us to continue going and um we have we have just kept going no matter what so well if it was 1910 there was the spanish flu pandemic of 1918 yes. too that, when they know? started yes yeah. i know it so they were very brave to start something an organization like that during a pandemic and probably had no idea that 100 years later the same charity circle girls would be dealing with this <laughs> another pandemic no it's 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 just been a, a wild couple of years but to me hopefully kathy this is a sign that you know you get to have the event for the first mm-hmm. time in two years and hopefully by next year you know we'll be able to get back to whatever quote unquote normal mm-hmm. is <laughs> exactly and i do want to add to follow up is you said you were looking at our website mm-hmm. just yesterday i was down at the printers with the invitations over 40 organizations benefited mm-hmm. from money that we dispersed just in this past year. Mm-hmm. And so that that's an incredible amount of people in Rutherford County doing a lot of good things that we're able to help fund. And by attending the Duck Ball, mm-hmm. you're part of helping that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do those funds, uh, what, what is that process? Is there a certain time of the year when that is, is kind of done? Um, we are just going from two grant cycles to one just because there are so many mm. um, applying. And the deadline for the next grant cycle will be November 15th. And soon we will have a new um, grant application on our website. The old one's still on there, which will still take the old one. But um, you can go online, fill it out, and submit it all online, and it gets funneled to the right place. We have nine ongoing agencies, and by that we mean that every quarter those agencies are guaranteed a certain amount of money. And then the grant cycle that Kathy was speaking of, that's when we pull in additional agencies to make up mm-hmm. that total of about 40 agencies. Mm-hmm. And we are we are just a, we are about at half a million dollars that we give out a year. And um, so that's 40 agencies that um, that money really helps their budgets mm-hmm. and it really helps them to accomplish some things that they probably couldn't accomplish without that additional funding. Most certainly. And uh, again, the uh, event, Amy, just remind us about the when, where, and how to find out more. Absolutely. It is going to be April the 30th at Dr. John and Julie Zubkis's home in the Oakley subdivision. Um, you can go to the Charity Circle website to find out more. The event will be held from 6 to 10 p.m. that night on April the 30th. Very good. And uh, again, online where you can find out more is charitycirclemborough.org or just uh, search for Charity Circle of Murfreesboro. It'll pop right up there for you. Thank you all so much for being here today. It's Thank been fun. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Anytime we can help spread the word, I've uh, got events going on, just let us know. We'll be glad to have you back. We will do that. Thank all you right. so much. Very good. Thank, Thank you, you. We have uh, been talking about Charity Circle today with Patty Hutchison, also Amy Ferrer and Kathy Huddleston. This reminder for you now, if you missed any part of the show, you can check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Again, that's WGNSRadio.com. Tap on Podcast and Rutherford Issues, and from there, you can learn more about all the topics that we talk about here on the show, or check it out on Spotify, iTunes, Facebook Podcast. Just search for WGNS. Have a great day, everybody.